Actress Natalie Wood mysteriously died in 1981 while boating with her husband, movie and TV star Robert Wagner, and one of their friends off the coast of California. Now, 40 years later, Natalie's sister Lana Wood investigates the suspicious drowning and clears up the myths and misconceptions behind one of the most notorious Hollywood deaths in her new book, Little Sister. Lana delves into Natalie's early life and untimely death and searches for the truth while bringing to light explosive details that have been suppressed for decades. Little Sister is now available wherever books are sold. And welcome back to The Sesh. I am Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. And we're back. Yes. It is Sunday. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Mm-hmm. I guess like not everyone Watches. has a weekend though, right? That's true. Everyone's work schedule is totally different. Yeah, like maybe your weekend's Monday and right. Tuesday. Well, either whatever way, you did whenever, whenever you're listening to this, hope your day's been going well mm-hmm. and that this brings you some relaxation or joy. That's what a lot of like comments like, oh, I always wait to the sesh so I can relax and take my bath or whatever. I'm like, I feel that. Well, we do the same thing pretty much. I mean, we're not in the bath clearly, but <laughs> this is our way to relax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were just talking yeah. like we love it. It's our fun time. And well, we had a really in. stressful recording last night Yeah. for a mile higher. It just like... <laughs> We got like halfway through the episode and decided that it, we needed to like go back to the drawing yeah. board and fix a few things. And we were an hour and 45 minutes in and then yeah. decided that that's always really fun. Unfortunately, <laughs> we couldn't salvage the episode and it was like nine o'clock at night. So we Boy, just, you know what? yeah, it, you know what? It's better though. It is going to be better in the yeah. long run, but it's, yeah, it's, it threw it's us so, off a little so bit, but that's why it's so fun to come in here and do this show where it's just like so relaxing Mm -hmm. just be ourselves and exactly you don't have to prepare too much no yeah that's the nice part it's just very free flow it's very free flow very relaxing and Mm -hmm. it seems like you guys enjoy it that way so we're gonna keep it that way and today specifically we're doing a super laid-back episode because Mm -hmm. we're gonna do a QA. and we want to like open up to you guys more personally and you know yeah we haven't done one with you know for you to answer questions on this Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we did one at the beginning as towards towards more like what it's like to be a youtube mm-hmm. youtuber like social media There's more person. questions for me mm-hmm. yeah but they weren't personal really. no not really so today we're getting personal yeah we asked you guys to send us juicy questions via form so if you guys do want to be a part of q a's or other you know in uh episodes where we involve you guys be sure to follow us on social media at the underscore sesh podcast yeah this time we did it in a form that mm-hmm. was new but it's it kind of was easy because then we're not pulling from Twitter and yeah, Instagram. Exactly. We it's like just one big yeah. pool. Yep. Yep. So, so I'm really excited to see ton. what they ask. I haven't seen any of them yet. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. So, but we've got a lot and we also do have a spicy oh, to yeah. get into. So we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, I mean, you. Ha- I was going to say you have a little bit of exciting news for yourself. What happened this morning? Well, I got... <laughs> the vaccine thanks to you (laughs) oh yeah i guess so janelle got me my appointment yeah we you're like lucky with appointments she got john an appointment i got my mom an appointment john an appointment me an appointment kendall an appointment (laughs) all within like two days but Mm -hmm. yeah colorado's open for everyone like 16 and older so of course we wanted to jump on that and you got yours this morning i did first dose Mm -hmm. and how you feeling i feel fine I do feel a little tired. Like, I apologize I like if lot. my energy is a little low today. I think it's very common. Yeah, it, it's definitely making me feel a little tired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a little sore, like when I touch, but yeah, nothing bad. 
nothing bad and you'll get another one in like four weeks so mm-hmm. yeah because i got the moderna yeah you're getting the pfizer the pfizer mm-hmm. yeah Very which one's better i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just honestly so so grateful that this seems to be coming you know to mm-hmm. an end or things are starting to get better like you know we've been waiting for this moment for like 14 months and oh yeah god i could like Everyone literally has, cry right? thinking about it. i'm just so i'm just so grateful for like all the nurses and doctors and scientists um Work that, their asses yeah off working their story. asses off and yeah to get us to this point I and it was like, quick i mean it was like in you were in and out yep nice fast. i mean it was easy i expected it to be like waiting in a big line yeah. or something i mean maybe that's i think it's, it's probably different depends, wherever yeah. you are but my dad got his at like a big like like uh you know event center type place oh he did and he had to wait like three hours <gasps> he said oh he was in the no. car it was a drive through but he literally he called me he's like this is the biggest bullshit on earth <laughs> <laughs> i literally waited like 10 minutes yeah oh that sucks but either way so thankful that we were all able to get it. i'm getting mine yeah. on saturday yeah you'll have it by the time this episode yep. goes up <laughs> so yeah we just wanted to share that bit of interesting well not interesting but hey and sid got yours you got yours yesterday right or yeah yep, i yours? got mine yesterday nice, nice. yep we're so. gonna be able to have guests again that's like the biggest thing oh my god us. i'm so excited we really i mean it really has sucked making this podcast studio right we just had it finished like jan going into january of 2020 we we're all excited we're like gonna have so many guests yes. this year really use our studio <laughs> And then, yeah, it just hit. Yep, it mm-hmm. hit and haven't been able to have anybody. So there's so many people that we have been like, well, once the pandemic's over, we'll have you on once the pandemic's over. So now it's like the floodgates are opening. Oh my, yes. It's going to be so good. And especially now, I mean, now we're moving into an even bigger studio. Exactly. So it's going to be even better for it's guests. It's going to be even better. And we're um, going to. So it's very exciting. Have a new set and. Lots of new stuff coming up. A lot it's of good. new exciting things. It's I'm honestly good. really looking forward to it because I feel like we've just been kind of living Groundhog Day for a year straight and I'm just yeah getting a little burnt out as we all are, I'm sure. So mm-hmm. anyways, um, also side note, love your hoodie. Thank you. Yes. So cute. Oh, I wanted to do a quick shout out. Yes. This is a really cute hoodie. It says Ted Bundy was not hot. Boom. Mm-hmm. Isn't that good? Love that. This was made by Sarah Turney. It is on her merch website right now for Voices for Justice. We'll put it below. Yep. We'll have all the information below. And 100% of the profit from this sweatshirt is going to rain in the month of April. So awesome. Very cool. So really proud of her. And I love how it turned out. So yeah. You want to pick one up for yourself? Now's the time to do it. Hell yeah. Link below. Sweet. (laughs) But yeah. Anyway, should we get into our little spicy topic? Yes. Okay. I'm really, really excited to talk about this, actually, because I find this whole topic very interesting. Me too. Okay. So uh, this past Monday, an unedited and unfiltered picture of Khloe Kardashian wearing a bikini was posted by an assistant on accident and... The internet went wild, I guess you could say. It's she I mean she it's basically a picture of if you're listening, it's a picture of her standing by the pool. She's wearing a bikini. She, she looks she looks great to me. Yeah, she looks beautiful. But I have to admit, like she looks much different in that picture than and like we normally see her. Than when we all normally see her. Yeah. And I think that was really shocking to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But I guess immediately Chloe's team and her like really freaked out and we're like scrambling to try and take this down because it really it really is so different than like the image she typically portrays on online and stuff like that um and so you know she if you're not aware like she's been 
kind of ridiculed her whole life as far as this is so sad to say, but she's mm-hmm. she, she even said it like that. She was called like the fat, ugly sister of the three of them or it's of terrible. the family. Yeah, and, I remember when people really did that, especially in the early days, in the early days, and they yeah. got really famous. And I think that was so shocking to her mm-hmm. because I don't think any of them other than Kim seemed to like really know how big they were going to get. And I'm sure she was just kind of like, collateral in that yeah yeah. and then now all these random people are talking about her and body shaming her and i just can't imagine Mm -hmm. yeah the pressure it's really it's really sad and so anyways obviously picture i mean is it's not bad at all she looks beautiful in this picture i don't understand and it's it's especially depressing i have to say as someone who has struggled with body issues my whole life i've had eating disorders i mean i've i've had struggles with this Mm -hmm. for so long and it's really hard to see a PR team reacting to a picture like this, right? Like she looks gorgeous. Yeah, she I looks would fucking great. love to look like that. She's, I mean, she's looks beautiful. She, she looks does. great. I don't understand her face looks so fresh and totally. She looks so healthy and yep. it's just really depressing, honestly, to see them being like, oh, we've got to take this down so bad. It's not Photoshopped. And mm-hmm. that's just so horrible. Cause think of how many women have seen this picture now and are like, well, she looks better than me here. Right. So P- I've saw a lot of comments. Like, I would kill to look like that. Like right? what the fuck? And that's how she sees herself at her worst. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really sad. I can't imagine the the mental place she must have to be to see that mm-hmm. and think she looks bad. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, and to where our standards have gotten. But I thought this was really interesting because obviously this went really viral. Once people found out that she was trying to get this picture taken down and scrubbed from the internet it went even more viral because people are like, why? Why? Same reasons we're saying like, she looks great. What's the deal? Yeah. Um, and there's been a lot of criticism. Like, why are you taking this down? This is bad for young young people that look up to you. Right, exactly. To see you react this way to this photo. Mm-hmm. So she released a statement and I think it's kind of interesting. So we should just read it. Yeah, let's read it. So it says, hey guys, this is, oh, well, first pretense. She went on Instagram live and like literally was like proving like this is my body like i'm on instagram live so that you can't like filter you know when you're literally live on something is that what this screenshot is yeah so she's trying to like prove like this is what i look like and then she posted the following message hey guys this is me and my body unretouched and unfiltered the photo that was posted this week is beautiful but as someone who has struggled with a body image her whole life When someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it to not be shared, regardless of who you are. In truth, the pressure, constant ridicule and judgment my entire life to be perfect and to meet others' standards of how I should look has been much too much to bear Mm -hmm. or has been too much to bear. Chloe's the fat sister. Chloe's the ugly sister, quote. Her dad must not be her real dad because she looks so different, quote. The only way she could have lost weight was if she had surgery. Should I go on? She says, then, but, oh, who cares about how she feels because she grew up with a life of privileged? I'm kind of paraphrasing. Yeah. She also is on a reality show, so she signed up for all of this. Mm-hmm. I'm, of course, not asking for sympathy, but I'm asking to be acknowledged for being human. Mm-hmm. I am not perfect, but I promise you that I try every day to live my life as honestly as possible with empathy and kindness. It doesn't mean that I have not made a mistake or mistakes, but I'm not going to lie. It's almost unbearable trying to live up to the impossible standards that the public have all set for me. For over a decade now in photos, every single flaw and imperfection has been microanalyzed and made fun of to the smallest detail. And I'm reminded of them every day by the world. And when I take 
that criticism to use it as motivation to get myself in the best shape of my life and even to help others with the same struggles, I am told I couldn't have done it through all the hard work and I must have paid for it all. This is quite a long statement. So she basically is like, you never quite used get used to being judged and, get you know, apart, being told, un- unattractive. Exactly. And this is an example of how I've been conditioned to feel that I'm not beautiful enough just being me. And then she says, I love a good filter, good lighting and an edit here and there. I am this the same way that I throw on some makeup, get my nails done or wear a pair of heels to present myself to the world the way I want to be seen. And it's exactly what I will continue to do unapologetically. My body, my image and how I choose to look and what I want to share is my choice is not for anyone else to decide or judge what is acceptable or not anymore. And then she kind of like reached out and was like, for everyone else who Mm -hmm. feels constant pressure, like I understand you, you know, every day I'm told by people that I'm beautiful, but I know it's comes within, like I need Mm -hmm. to believe it for myself first. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I've realized that we cannot continue to live life every day, trying to fit into the perfect mold of what others have set for us. So that's basically, yeah. And I, I feel really fucking bad. Like, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in her shoes Mm -hmm. and have literally like you are picked apart from for years, for 10 years. That show's been going on. You've been picked apart for Mm -hmm. every little move. Mm -hmm. And every single day since then, just on social media, people comparing her photos now. She doesn't look anything like she does now. Now it's a lot of shaming her for going too far, losing too much weight, working out too much, Mm -hmm. getting too much surgery. Like Mm -hmm. there's never enough. Before Mm -hmm. she wasn't doing any of those things and people were giving her shit. So I totally get where she's coming from. However, I do think this is interesting because the feedback on Twitter has been quite mixed. Really? Yeah. The most popular tweets that are up right now regarding this situation say this. Okay, this is from Tina. It says the Kardashians have perpetuated, proliferated, and profited from the fake filtered ideal on social media. You created the demon and now you want to play victim to it. And instead of taking this as a perfect moment to demolish the facade, Chloe chose to prove that this fake image is real. Hmm. Then someone else said, Chloe Kardashian getting annoyed at the beauty standards of filters versus hating on a photo for actual body, even though her and her family are the pioneers for editing their pics to almost CGI level. This one says, Chloe Kardashian has done all of this because of a photo where she looks normal and relatable, not unflattering. Yes, the public and society can take some blame, but the pressure on the Kardashian family has come from their own editing and modifying antics. This can't be ignored. So yeah, kind of mixed. And I do see their point that a lot of beauty standards have been heavily influenced by the Kardashians. The amount of people that are getting like surgeries and stuff nowadays because of pressure to look like them Mm -hmm. and they've like set this new body type standard they They really have like this tiny tiny waist big ass like Mm -hmm. this like hourglass figure was like not that it wasn't perfect not that it was created by them but it was like no dimples no stretch marks like it's all their all their photos i'm sure are heavily heavily photoshopped to make your skin look perfect like that and what we are seeing is just a natural just a body angle yeah Mm -hmm. like it yeah that's honestly a good point I don't know. It's so hard because it's like, I do feel bad. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad for her. I do too. Like, I really do. But I, I understand that in a sense, they have created this standard. Now it's like, okay, well, you made your bed. Now lie in it almost like 
I can see where people are coming from, but I also, in the sense, understand that like, you know, put the photo aside and all of like the bot, like the body thing aside. If you don't, if you have something of yours and it gets leaked out to the, to the public, you should have the right, no Mm -hmm. matter what it is to be like, I don't want that out there. I mean, you're in charge of your own body. And I think that Mm -hmm. even if it was a completely different photo, like, I think at the end of the day, like she and everyone should have the right to be like, no, I don't want that on there. Mm -hmm. And they don't really need to give a reason as to why they don't want to. I think people are, are not saying that she doesn't have the right to want that taken down. It's just more, they're expressing disappointment because of just how many people have seen that picture and thought like, what is wrong with it? To the fact that you're having this whole, like these, a whole PR team do damage control to take this beautiful photo of you down. It's just kind of a missed opportunity. But I see, like, I have the same empathy that you do because I can't imagine being in this Kardashian world. Imagine how small the bubble these people live in. Right. Where this is all they're worried about. You're surrounded by sisters who are all obsessed with their bodies. Right. Every little bit of fat and every mark and trying to be perfect in that family. I can't imagine the pressure. So I I do get where she's coming from. And I think people are expecting her to like be this great role model and take this opportunity to kind of change the narrative. But like, who knows if she is strong enough to do that right now, if she hasn't been... I mean, just beat down over the years to the point where she doesn't have the strength to do it. Right. And you can never understand the type of like what it would be like to be them and get on the computer and see blogs and things over and people are sending you things. Right. I mean, whatever you imagine it is, it's a hundred thousand times worse and way more than you even think. So imagine what that would do to your psyche. Clearly it's affected her over the years. Clearly. Yeah. And that's the thing is like mental health doesn't discriminate. So Mm -hmm. I could see how this could honestly like this, this, this whole thing that she lives in is I think traumatic in the way of like now, because now she has to be like, do damage control, not just because, oh, this quote bad picture came out of me but now she has to deal with the people who are like mm-hmm. why why, why is it you, bad why is it bad it's like so it's like this whole other thing to deal with and she's basically being like well because you all told me it was bad for years so right. I'm, I'm scared now i'm traumatized by all of the backlash so like and i like, completely get it this takes years to to build like it's not like oh overnight all of a sudden now this happens like you know it's a snowball it starts off small and it grows and it grows mm-hmm. and it grows and before you know it you feel like you have to have this fake facade online and it's like you think like wait how did he how did it even get to this point mm-hmm. i just i can't imagine like yeah i don't know i i know people have really strong opinions about this whole family in general but i do have empathy in the sense of like they're mm-hmm. still people they're still right. fucking people they still have feelings they still and who even have know emotions Chloe really wanted all of this at the end of the day like like i said she's kind of family collateral she's been like dragged along the the journey the whole mm-hmm. time mm-hmm and it's like, what, if you don't want to be on it, then you're like Rob. He didn't want to be on it anymore. Now he's Rob, the weird brother. Totally. What's wrong with Rob? Why isn't he on the show? And he maybe he just wants some fucking privacy. Who knows if that was even an option for her? Like, she's basically like thrown into this. It's Kim that really like went out and sought this life and Chris and yeah. pushed them all down this road. That No, it's such a good point. I think, I think, honestly, I think Chris and Kim and some of the other members of the family should look at the situation and think, are we sending out the right message by making people feel like any flaws are to be to be hidden Mm -hmm. and to be ashamed of Mm -hmm. and yeah yeah i I think i mean it would be cool it'd be awesome if they could 
switch from this, if they've done a lot of damage to our society by posting these photos and kind of like changing beauty standards, maybe it would be awesome. Highly doubt this will ever happen to see them then take it back and like teach people that like what if they all they're normal what if they all did like a campaign of like no edits no filters great right like they're all like they're all they're just having their bodies be shown and i think people would really appreciate that there'd be more positivity than negativity i think so too of Mm -hmm. course but then it's like you know those tabloids of like kardashians pose and their real stretch marks are out like (laughs) it's so it's such a double-edged sword so i know the media is really terrible the media is fucking terrible comes from yeah honestly that's so true because i think the general public would appreciate like I think they the would genuine, like this is fucking who I am. And I think people were hoping that maybe Chloe would come out with a response being like, you know what? That is that is me and I'm beautiful and that's my body and fuck anyone else. And you can't really like hate on her for not having the strength to do that at the end of the day because she has been through so much. Like you can't just yeah. expect people to be your role model overnight, right. you know? Right. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We- it's kind of a tricky situation. I'm really curious to see what you guys think about this and just how this whole thing made you feel. I, I felt really depressed after seeing that. I was like, wow. Yeah. If that's that big of a deal for her, like she well, would really not want to see my body then, you know, like <sighs> that's, yeah, but that's the, that's what your mind goes to, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like if that's damage, can, this is a serious issue for them. <laughs> like, I'm like, God, I would love to look like that. Sure. Yeah. So, no, I completely, it's just one it's, of those things. It's really hard. It's, it is sad at the end of the day. It's, mm-hmm. it's really like, God, it's just like, it just, cause it paints the bigger picture of like our society is so fucked it is. up. Yeah. There's so much so bigger than Chloe. That's up. the thing. It's you so know? much bigger than Chloe. It like, can't all be on her back to be There's the one like to fix a million this. celebrities yeah. that I'm sure live mm-hmm. their life this way of the total filter total. And it's just like, mm-hmm. it's really hard because what does it paint for like younger people and, and just people in general? And it mm-hmm. just reiterates the fact of women need to look like this or you're ugly and don't, and don't post your real self. Yeah. Like what the fuck? I know. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. But then again, like we said, I do understand where she's coming mm-hmm. from in a way. Yeah, I do too. Tough situation. Definitely want to hear you guys' thoughts on that one, but it's definitely spicy. Yeah. Definitely. People have are like really opinionated on this one. It's yeah. really split the internet right now. Mm-hmm. It has. So it's kind of interesting. Anyways, should we get into some Q&A? Yes. Wonderful. I'd love to hear the cues. All right. Let's go ahead and thank our first sponsors and we'll be right back. With Lunchables, you can build a cracker stacker as high as the moon or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. With Lunchables, you can... Build a cracker stacker as high as the moon. Or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Build yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lungeables, built to be eaten. Okay, you ready for some cues? Ready for some cues. Let's begin. Okay, number one. What's the best part about having a podcast? What's the worst part? This is from Melissa from North Dakota. Hmm. About this podcast specifically, right? She says a podcast. Okay, so I'd say 
the best part about having a podcast is that you have the freedom to kind of just say whatever you want. It's a lot more laid back of a style than a video. That's why I like it. But at the same time, that's also kind of the worst thing about it because it there's a lot of pressure. Like maybe mm. I'll say something wrong or I mean, you're showing more of the real you on a podcast normally. And sometimes yeah. people don't like you as much as the edited version. Sure. So it's like an added pressure. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. I say the the reasons, you know, the best and the worst reasons yeah, are the same. Kind of go inside. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I would say the best part is just the fact that I can like do this as a job, honestly, is like mm-hmm. I'm shocked that I know that that's like most people's not not their reality. And I just feel incredibly, incredibly blessed to that's be able really to do cool. that. Um, the worst part is probably when technology fucking fails on us and we're scrambling last minute and then it happens way more often than uh, you guys think and like, like sometimes if we i feel really bad when we like have to cancel an episode last minute mm-hmm. or something like that that mm-hmm. kind of sucks but like yeah, that's the worst it's there's so many moving parts and pieces behind the scenes that like mm-hmm. i didn't know about until you join and it's like you really just can't understand it unless you're like in it i'm not trying mm-hmm. to be like you don't get it like it's a lot it's, it's just it's a lot harder i should say than sitting down and just talking yeah. like most people think there's a lot more that goes mm-hmm. into it and especially so, when you do video as well like getting it all the same yeah there's always something there's so many different little pieces of equipment in here that do different things that i don't even know what they are <laughs> i'm really not involved in that kind of stuff but janelle and josh yeah and it's kind of like a domino effect like if one thing goes wrong then like it kind of affects the other things and so that's probably the mm-hmm. worst part but i mean right because we do have four shows that's, that's the big the thing. thing it's like we're juggling a lot of shit every single week and so like if mm-hmm. one thing kind of craps out for a second and we have to move it then that affects the other thing which affects the other thing which affects mm-hmm. the other thing so yeah that's probably the hardest one all right number two would you rather die getting burned or frozen and this is from voss t uh in south texas um that's that's brutal brutal i would burned or frozen probably say frozen maybe you'd go numb after a while i was gonna say that's terrible to think about oh it sounds so bad (laughs) but the idea of like burning to death just seems like the most painful thing Mm -hmm. ever so i think i'd probably rather freeze damn that was (laughs) depressing what about you sid would you rather burn or freeze um i think i do freeze like i freeze yeah burning would be oh because you like burn slowly exactly it's so terrible i do not like that no okay well here's another about death (laughs) if you were to die today (laughs) do you feel like you'd be satisfied with the life you've lived mason from ohio asks oh that's a deep question right (sighs) and that's like something we should all answer every day if i died today will i be happy with myself am i proud of myself (laughs) i honestly hate that question because i'm like I feel like I have to say yes, but also like that's so weird to think about. I think saying satisfied with your life is is really hard right. to say because I'm not satisfied with my life right now because I haven't done like half the things I want to do. Like a big, the biggest piece of the life puzzle for me personally is experiencing having kids and going through that. So I don't think I'd be satis- satisfied yeah. if I died right now because I feel like I'd be missing out on future years but at the same time i'm proud of and happy with the life that i've lived up until this point and i'm satisfied with what i've experienced so far sure i don't know how to answer that i honestly don't know how to answer that it twists my mind to think about because i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm proud of my accomplishments but then i feel like also i just my life really just started in the sense of i don't know it's hard to explain i feel like i'm going through this new phase in life because i was like a student for so long and now i'm like finally like starting to like really feel like an adult adult in a way and like 
I don't know if that makes sense. Kind of maybe not, that sounds stupid, but that's just like where I'm at. I feel like I'm like going through this new life, mm-hmm. like change, or I'm starting to in my like later twenties. And many people feel like that. Yeah, around this age. So I'm like looking forward to the future. So that would I'm yeah I would probably be really sad if that. <laughs> oh boy. Well, okay. you'd be dead. So you went. Yeah, I was so gonna say. That. Well, it wouldn't matter either way. <laughs> <laughs> okay how about this one this is fun if you had to change your name what would you pick kendall i can see you as lauren and janelle as a gabby gabby and this is I from could, Haley in new york that's interesting i kind of see you as a gabby really yeah i mean hmm, i'm like looking at myself in the viewfinder i'm like yeah maybe you could like work a gabby yeah like g-a-b-i even G- oh yeah i like cute. that spelling of it yeah, yeah yeah i can't really see myself as a lauren my parents no. almost named me Erica. I was this close. Oh, I cannot Erica. see you as an Erica at I all. I know. I don't know. I could kind of see myself as. Hmm. I could see you as like, um, I don't. Wow. That's so weird to think about. I don't know. I could see you as another J name. Like, oh, really? Jane. Yeah, not. I love that name. Don't say ew. Okay, that was. I want to like name my middle. I love my, you so much if your name is Jane, but like me seeing me as Jane, name. that's that's like I can't see that. Oh. I could see my name being like Jessica, Charlotte, or something. That's what I want to name my daughter, or like Scarlet, which is what I want to name my kid. I'm over here wanting to name my daughter Charlotte Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte. Oh, Isn't that cute? That is cute. That's kind of the name Josh and I like, but who knows? Um, we're so far off. Hmm. I don't know what your fucking name with me. Your name has to be Kendall. What I know. Hell? That's that's really hard that's to your think fucking about. Name. I think my name could be another K name easily though, like Carissa or Oh Catherine. Kathleen. <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> I could see you as a Kathleen, Kathleen actually. That's my mom's name. But I that like fits. Yeah. Probably because you know my mom. <laughs> I could see you being like a Kate, like Katie, like you're like some you go by like Katie. I could see you like as an L name, like Laura or Lily, hmm. Lila, <laughs> Lila, something like that. <laughs> oh man! All right, what do you guys see us as? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, sh- all right, the next question is out to Declan. Declan, we love you. He's one of our buddies. Yes, um, our bud. he asks, when COVID free, what are your goals for the next year? So um, many things. Yeah, well, I have a lot of goals for the next year. Off the top of my head, um. Well, within a year, I'd like to be able, like a year from now, I'd like to be able to purchase a house. That's probably my biggest goal is to own my own damn piece of land. Um, <laughs> so that's a big goal. Um, I also really want, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I also really want to, I'm just like, really excited to get out of this and get like our own studio and like, yeah. just like. And have it set up and like have it set our up. Set, and, that's like our main goal right now is yeah. like to get in the new studio, get it set up and have three new kick ass sets. Yes. And a new space for me to film too, because yes. I'm filming in this tiny room and it's not working. It's not so working. Well. Your yeah, room looks setup like a is fucking very hoarder room. I it's know. incredible. I wanted to put it on TikTok to show should. people how I really am. It's and so Josh funny. was like, no, you cannot no. do that. You're going to embarrass yourself. No, that is so fucking funny <laughs> to me because like in the frame, you look like all nice, they're nice background. And then and on the floor, just it's like, like tornado the it's whole like rest of the room the tornado. closet there's shit everywhere i can't even walk around remember i would call that room the flea market i'd be like yeah. i need to <laughs> like, like i'm gonna go, shop I'm gonna go shopping like i would babysit her like <laughs> pets or something when she's out of town i'd be like yeah i'm going in the flea market to see what i can find you never know you can find christmas stuff in there for a while it was a storage space and then i started filming in there 
and it's too small of a room it like it's just the angles are bad yeah. so i'm actually gonna move in here yeah yep which is great so that's good that's, that's, a, that's huge... a good goal but yeah i guess outside of work though my personal goal for the next year is to like get my shit together and get more of a routine going and cook more and like be ready for children mm. because mm-hmm. i'm very off from that as i've said on the show before that you know me and josh are really living this like post-college roommate life and we've really thrived in it you know it's really yeah. fun we stay up till whatever or we go to sleep at six yeah it's like anything totally. goes right but you can't do that with kids nah. so we just had my grandma stay with us it was kind of a slap in the face like <laughs> you know because we have to make sure she eats three meals a day we were like had to get up by a certain time and make sure she had her breakfast and we don't want to be eating dinner at nine o'clock because she's got to go to bed. Right. It's kind of, it was kind of like having a baby in the house for sure. real. And we just were like, wow, we are really off from like where we're, we're going to be ready to have kids. Yeah. And around I'm turning 28 in like two weeks and we want to kind of start having kids around 29, 30. Mm-hmm. So we're just like, that's my main goal right now is to get myself to a better place in my home life and my personal life to a more scheduled routine. Sure. Life. Yeah, I can totally appreciate that. That's my number that. goal for the That's year. a great goal. Yep, I would definitely Thanks. say like, yeah, same here. Get more organized. Just kind of get into more of a routine. Also, one of my goals is to travel as mm. much as I can. Right. Um, That'd be nice. I don't even know how long it'll be until we're allowed in other countries, though. I, don't, I mean, once you have a vaccine, are you just allowed? I don't yeah. know. You anywhere? Can, well, I don't like know about New anywhere. Zealand? Oh, no, probably not. They're going to be like, hell no. Actually, that's a good point. One of the... Well, I don't know. That's a whole different freaking discussion, like carrying around vaccine cards and stuff. But yeah. I just, I want to travel so bad. Um, yeah, I so that. I'll be planning trips once I have my freaking vaccine. Yeah, that's but. a good goal too. Anyways. Okay, what else we got? Any beef with any YouTubers? Any beef? Um, No. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> no. no beef. No beef. Has any actually did have a little beef once? I have to say, with tiny tiny beef. With who? I'm not gonna say. Oh, tiny beef. I don't even know if they're a YouTuber anymore. This was a long. Oh my time god! Ago. I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Long back say. in the day, years and years ago. I, that. I barely remember oh, what it was yeah. over, but it was a tiny small beef. I remember that little piece of beef. <laughs> tiny cut of beef. <laughs> no, we don't really have beef. We're pretty like we try and like just kind of stay in our own corner and yeah, mind our own business. Yeah, we get along part. with everyone we've like talked to and. Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you had to choose which social media app would you delete completely from your existence? By the way, that last one was from S from Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Shout out to you. <laughs> um, I would probably delete Instagram. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. But Inst- also, I'd kind of miss it. Mm. Twitter's like the place where I find the most hilarious shit. Like, yeah. That's where like... I laugh my ass off. <laughs> it's true. I definitely need Twitter. I feel like I can be more myself. I'd on be Twitter. fine with deleting Facebook though. Like, oh, Facebook I don't even count go. that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, because you don't even use that app. Yeah, so one of the apps app. that you use. I or yeah, I was gonna say I would Snapchat delete Snapchat, Facebook but I don't use Snapchat at I all. Don't use either of them. So be I easy. used to be Instagram. I'd have to get rid of, which would be fine because I like barely fucking post on there. And as it is, <laughs> I'd be fine with just TikTok. Honestly, just TikTok. I fucking love that app. I know like, you do. <laughs> it's really bad. It's so addicting. Okay. So what? It, who is a loved celebrity that you just can't stand? This is from Alice from Bristol in the UK. Ooh. What up, Alice? Love your name. I love that name, Alice. Oh, yeah. That's a really, that's a really I cool love name. that name. It's like, just makes, it kind I of know, think, like, makes you think of wonder. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Wow. It makes me think 
fucking wonder. But it just kind of has that vibe with it. I feel like it gives me like badass vibes. Alice. Like Alice. I can fucking deal with it. I'm Alice. (laughs) Absolutely. I like that. I would take that name. Ooh. I'll be Alice. Alice Alice. Ray. Alice Ray. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be good. Um, celeb we okay, I already have one. Here we go. Bing bang. I don't like Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's a big one. And honestly, I don't really mm. Mm-hmm. Which is, I had a big change on Taylor Swift. I, know, I really now like you're her like now. A Swifty. I am not a Swifty. We're don't. Having, we're don't have... I am a, not a stand for anybody in this world. Except but for I, Seth Rogen. I do let. Yeah. Okay. True. <laughs> I do stand Seth, Ro- Seth Rogen. Seth. <laughs> Seth Rogen. But Taylor Swift. I think she's. I, you just don't know about how much she's changed over the years. Like no. I was really, I was really, really into her when I she was, was say, a young have... country singer. I loved. You know, teardrops in my guitar. I would stay up late and download the albums. Fearless was my shit. I still love that album. But then, like, she had a stage where I really didn't like her anymore, and I got—I like didn't like that she was beefing with all these other celebrities, and it was very like toxic. And didn't you tell your DJ at your wedding to? Yeah, no one's allowed. Yeah, to I said Taylor no Taylor Swift because I was really—I was not into her for a while. Love that so but much. But then she really came out of that, and she like grew out of it, and she did this cool documentary, mm-hmm. and I like her new music now, and now I'm really into her new album, so I'm coming full circle. Damn. You just don't know about all of her new no, stuff. No, I don't. I, You're judging her off of like, <sighs> you know, last or whatever. Because the player's gonna play, play, play. Yeah, <laughs> you can't judge off of that. That's old. <laughs> okay, true. Who do but, I not like, though? What's a celebrity yeah, that I just cannot stand? Hmm. Give me like a minute. All right, that's fine. I have plenty in my head. <laughs> plenty yeah, in my head. Who do I not like? And you know what's honestly funny is people have told me many times online that yes. i look like taylor swift it's what? been a thing ever since she's so, been on my channel so many people ever like for years i still get comments about this on the, it's just like the weirdest thing well it's really because that red lipstick like there was this video wore- of janelle that i posted on my channel back in you know Greeley days 2014 yeah. something like that what? and everyone commented on it and was like taylor swift she looks like taylor swift and it was so many people every single person i've told in person they're like what the fuck no one in person well, we thinks i look like that from that old video over so find people it? Can, yeah okay. i can find it all right yeah i've got it on my that own list so something. weird so we got these um lacquer matte bomb and the bomb and the bomb like a lacquer <laughs> guys i got the new phone the new phone. I can't show you my wallpaper. <laughs> no, you have to tell them thing. what kind of phone. Not just the new phone. No, it's the new phone. The that iPhone five S. That, that is not lipstick. That's a zit. Like I, I wouldn't think that. No, I know. I know. It's really weird. no one. Like everyone in my real life is like, you do not look like her. So I wonder if I look different online. You still have brown hair. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I can't really think of anyone in particular. And it, this is really just like a total judgment, but I'm not that into, I really don't like Sarah Jessica Parker, but I don't oh, have a reason why. Interesting. She okay. just annoys me. Okay. Just not get annoying her. vibes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> okay. If you could choose a different hairstyle for each other, what would it be? This is from Declan again. Damn. Um, Do you have any ideas for me? I would love to see you in like, purple ass hair that'd be sweet like i would love to see you in like a deep purple at the roots and then fading Mm. like an ombre into like almost like a like silvery lilac at the very end you know what i mean damn that is that's what i would mm, like to see mm. for you that'd be some good shit i would do it you know if it wasn't so hard i know it wasn't so much i'd have to bleach my hair to do that and last time i bleached my hair guys i almost didn't recover (laughs) so you almost didn't have hair it (laughs) smelled so bad for like a year yeah it was 
Yeah, it was <laughs> horrific. So I don't know if I can ever do that again. <laughs> no, probably and not. I always say I'd love to see you in some blue hair because you'd love that too. I would love, and it would look so good on you. I would love that. But the That's bleach like is the problem drink. again. Exactly. Why I'm would you want to bleach your hair? Upkeep. I'm not willing. I'm too lazy. And you have like original virgin hair i do it's like your janelle hair it's my hair <laughs> seriously though yeah that's kind of scary to bleach it oh yeah i'd be terrified if that's what i'm saying it, you know yep. there's a lot of at risk and there's just a lot of hair and it would take a while and it'd be expensive and i would i'd like to see you in a nice cute bob though like <laughs> not Whoa. a bob but like a i can't like, imagine myself shoulder in a bob. length like just like okay. a fresh summer cut yeah okay yeah that'd be cute I'm, well, i think i'm gonna Here's get my bangs. hair cut i think i'm gonna do like a good 10 inches 12 inches or so but honestly it'll still be that's long, what you always like, do you just wait a year or two until it's ridiculously long and then you cut off like 10 inches i do i usually cut off at least 10 inches and even then people are like your hair's still long i'm like <laughs> to me it feels like a bob like last time it was like right above my yeah. boobs and i called my mom i was like i have a bob and she was like you don't have a bob you idiot like <laughs> yeah it definitely wasn't a bob <laughs> oh yeah okay if you could swap lives with anyone for a day who would it be Honestly, I would, this is so weird, but I would really love to be a member of the Grateful Dead. <laughs> and wow, just like that's back shocking. in the 70s, wow. like live mm. my life as a member of the Grateful Dead. Well, you're going to need to know how to play a fucking instrument. Then. Oh, I know. I need some musical talent, which I completely lack, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think no. they would want you around. No, they would not want me around. Or I would want to be like one of my dogs because they just have really good lives. <laughs> yeah, that would, I would want to swap lives with someone who works with animals for a living Ooh. just for a day. Like someone who works on a farm and has yeah. chickens, goats, pigs, like the whole works. And just for a day, that'd be so relaxing yeah. for the day. Mm. That'd be it. cool. Okay. If you could have a second house anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? From Kendra. Kendra. That's a cool That's name. That's beautiful. I've never Kendra. heard this. Like Kendra, but Kendra. It's kind of like Candace mixed with Kendra. Ooh, I love that. Love From it. Ohio. Um, Second house anywhere in the world. I have to say probably thailand yeah man that place is gorgeous yeah you've got to get there in your life i would i was gonna say that or hawaii which both places i've never been to but i just that's how like confident i am that they're so beautiful <laughs> yeah i guess a second house in hawaii would be beautiful too just more expensive thailand's a lot more affordable yeah but it's a lot harder to get equally to. beautiful yep a lot more difficult to get to and comes with its own challenges being in a different country and stuff mm -hmm. but it would be sweet mm -hmm. yeah okay all right. What were your first jobs? Your My first, first job? job was definitely like babysitting or mom's helping. I was like, that or was lifeguard, like, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were a lifeguard. Mm -hmm. um, I babysat. My first like job job was at PetSmart. I worked oh, at yeah. PetSmart. Uh, it was lit. Didn't you like lose a frog one day? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a funny story, you guys. So one day they, they would have you, you know, feed the pets and everything and you bring them out in out of their little habitat and then you bring them into the back room and you their their shit i have a few stories about this actually but one time i was feeding the frogs and i opened their little habitat and one comes flying out and he's just like hopping around the back room and i'm like oh, fuck, no. fuck 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 and i'm like trying to catch him trying to catch him and then all of a sudden he just like goes under this like part of the like aquarium equipment and he's gone i'm like he's fucking gone like i'm not gonna find him and i can't yeah. sit back here all day i need to go to work they're gonna be like what the hell are you doing so i literally just like didn't say anything <laughs> <laughs> I like literally was just like okay he disappeared do like, they keep I'm, inventory of like how many no, frogs they had no they're like too fucking busy for that <laughs> shit and apparently this like happened all the time there's like this gecko there's this other gecko story that's funny I'll tell you about later but yeah so I couldn't find the frog and I was like okay I'm pretty sure he'll be okay though because 
they we have like tons of crickets and they also get loose so like he'll yeah. find food like he'll be okay but i was like i literally don't know what to do i was too afraid to be like i lost the frog because like what are they gonna do rip <laughs> yeah. the place apart like no right. yeah but then a few days <laughs> they found a frog and they're like oh my god we found this frog and i was like oh my god that's wow. crazy well yeah i mean it was only a matter of time till he showed up <laughs> yeah glad so he was okay he was fine he went back into his <laughs> habitat and he was good to go but yeah that's i liked so that funny. job it was a good job i, I got to that. work with animals and it was really cool yeah that's a cool job um what was your what's your favorite <laughs> planet barbara from slovenia favorite planet is venus because i'm triple ruled by venus bitch Ooh, triple mm-hmm. ruled i would say i really like saturn just because of the rings i think it's just a really cool looking planet but honestly mm-hmm. my favorite this is so generic but my favorite planet, planet is freaking earth, earth. it oh. is because like i don't know <laughs> Ew, okay. You know what? I'll just go fuck <laughs> off then. I knew that was going to get the reaction. That's my favorite planet. I love this planet. It's beautiful. It's the only place, as far as I know, that I can survive. And yeah, I guess that's my favorite planet too, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? Have you ever had any awful weed experiences, such as a bad high or debilitating bong hit? This one's from oh, Christina and Katie in Maryland. Ladies, you know we have. Ladies. I mean, it's like impossible with the amount of time we have been (laughs) partaking over the years to have not experienced something. (laughs) Definitely the debilitating hit or like dab when you feel like like for like the next minute Mm -hmm. you just have to concentrate on not dying (laughs) yeah or you just like you can't even get air in you're just like i have to be without air for the next 30 seconds i guess (laughs) you're always fine like right like that's why i normally don't even do those i get afraid too i only do it when like you and john (laughs) (laughs) um my most one of my awful ones i can think of right away was in college john and i were partaking and we were outside and i was like looking up at the stars and it was beautiful but then all of a sudden like it looked as though the sky was like closing in on me like i kept feeling it was getting really close and and then i started tripping myself out and i immediately thought that it was laced with like something else and so i was like freaking out to john and john was like dude it's not laced remember we just went to the dispensary and bought it like three hours ago like it's i was like no john i was like it's laced like we're about to trip on something else like i was full-fledged freaking out i was like we need to get home now he was like okay like so that was terrifying and of course i was fine i got home and watched snl and ate some snacks and went to bed but for those first like five minutes i just remember looking at the sky being wow this guy is so beautiful and it was just like doom, 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 yeah. doom. i was like oh my god it's closing <laughs> in on me that's so scary okay so honestly like i said we could do a whole episode on this and i feel like i should bring josh out for some of these because we've had some of the funniest times together over the years but one time i think the time that sticks out to me the most is we did some edibles we were in the mountains it's a whole story but we basically thought that this guy was going to murder us yeah like we were convinced <laughs> we were trying to get away from him and i somehow thought we were in actual hell and i was convinced we were in hell i swear sydney i was like oh i believe you. we're done we are dead and like, we're already in what- hell <laughs> this is what it is and it's this parking garage with this guy and we couldn't figure out how to get out of the parking garage. And it was just you need to tell that whole story. I need story to tell the whole story on a different episode. Like we need it's to do whole, s- it's like triggering me right now. Past traumas <laughs> coming back. I Dude, was when so you told scared. Me that story, I literally was like, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard. It's so life. funny. And we've had so many times like that where we've just like psyched each other out, like oh, in our totally. early days. It hasn't happened in years, but yeah. there were so many times where I'd be like, you know, in my house and then the doorbell would ring and I'm like, <gasps> it's fucking cops. 
<laughs> and we meanwhile, think actually, they're the, the dominoes that I fucking ordered, like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, well, we back in the day, Janelle and I used to, like, we used to do it in our garage. Yeah. So we'd always be afraid in that we car. were going to open the... In the car, in the yeah, garage. sitting in the car, not going anywhere. No, sitting in the just car. Just hotboxing it. <laughs> and then we would be afraid that the cops would be, like, outside of the garage. Like, just waiting, like, listening Even though in, it was like, legal. Yeah, it was. I don't even know. We're, we're just, just paranoid. Yeah, what's up, Sid? I got to tell you guys this quick story. Oh, good. Because... Okay. So it's like not me personally. So Jared and I were partaking in some activities recently mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we ordered some food and we keep getting these spam calls like nonstop. And so we both, you know, mm-hmm. we can I say smoked? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We both smoked and we're waiting. And then I kind of forgot we ordered food and then he <laughs> forgot. And normally he's really good about that. So his phone was ringing. He's like, who's calling me from <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. He's like, ignore. <laughs> And I was like, and they called again and they were like, uh, we're here with your food. And he was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, and so he like ran out like right away. But this was probably like last week. They just keep calling. You're like, stop fucking calling. (laughs) What do you want? Stop harassing me. (laughs) You like block their number. (laughs) That's honestly so amazing. So relatable. I want to hear some of your guys's stories like that yeah. in the comments list because i find that shit funny let us know if you guys want to see a whole episode because i can do it yes i've got so many definitely so we need many. to all right we're gonna keep going but before we do we want to take our last ad break with lunch bowls you can build a cracker stacker as high as the moon or eat a cheese rocket that crash into your room you can eat a bus on your way to school you can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a guitar like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Give yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lunchables, built to be eaten. With Lunchables, you can... Build a cracker stacker as high as the moon. Or eat a cheese rocket that crashed into your room. You can eat a bus on your way to school. You can eat a race car that runs on pizza fuel. Race down a mountain on your pretzel skis. Shred a good turf like it's made of cheese. Build a ham time machine and meet a woolly mammoth. Give yourself an island and eat a pizza hammock. If you can build it, you can eat it. Lungeables, built to be eaten. All right, here is the next question from Catherine in South Carolina. And she asks, would y'all ever return to vlogging occasionally? Love the old vlogs so much. I don't know as of right now. You know, mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped it altogether during the pandemic just because I had a lot of other things going on. You know, I was like really hit that depression in the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic, mm-hmm. you know, and had to get get it together. And the last thing I wanted to do was like be on camera. And I've just been so busy. We we do four shows mm-hmm. um, between all of us. We always have something going on and we've started a business. So it's kind of been the last thing on my mind. Plus, I've really learned to value my privacy a lot more. And because I'm online so much, I feel like I do need some space. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do kind of miss vlogging, I have to say. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I kind of want to vlog. But then it's also a lot of pressure to, to like keep up with it. Yeah. And to like make it interesting. Or if you start your day and you're like, oh, my day's kind of fun. But then towards the end of the day, you're like, oh, I just want to like right. lay down and like I have nothing interesting to say. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure vlogging. I remember you telling me about when we were starting this show, kind of how if you were going to step away from vlogging, this is kind of not mm-hmm. going to fill the space in a sense, but vlogging was something where you could yeah. be more personal, talk about right. things other than true crime. And this is, you know, exactly mm-hmm. what the space is. Mm-hmm. So 
I mean, I mean, I might eventually start doing like some small things here and there or mm-hmm. like maybe some behind the scenes stuff on that channel. I don't know really what I'm going to do with it, but I don't see myself going back to vlogging the way that I was. And I was even barely vlogging it mm-hmm. the rate I was. It was like once a month or something. So sure. sometimes I, I like get this urge to start a vlog channel because I've, I've never vlogged and it seems like it'd be fun and like a oh. fun way to be like um, creative when it comes to editing and stuff. Yeah. But. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe we will do something in the future. And I feel like once we have kids, I might want to like capture at least my pregnancy. Yeah. That's something I'm very interested in is documenting it for myself. Sure. And I always thought I would do that. But then I don't know if I would ever do family, like have my kids really involved in it. So I don't know. It might be just like a little series. Maybe you should be the vlogger around here. I kind of want to start a vlog channel. But maybe I don't should. know. I I don't I feel like it'd be kind of fun. It'd be kind of fun. Or like maybe there's a way because we've talked about doing like membership for the session mm-hmm. uh, and our other shows and shit. So That's like, true. you know, maybe if we if there's like something fun that you and I do together, like making a vlog out of it and posting that yeah, or like exclusive. Vlogs. Yeah. Like something like that could yeah. be fun. Might do um, like that. I don't know. We're just busy right now, to be honest. We're doing so exactly. Many shows. I'm like, yeah, it'd be fun to vlog. But like and honestly, we're just going to be vlogging ourselves working and, right, like, and making more content. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like, how do you vlog at the same time? While Especially you're, like, during doing the pandemic. I guess when things end yeah, and we can like Maybe. live our lives a bit more. But I don't Maybe. know. We'll see. Maybe. Okay. Um, this question is from Megan in Charlotte, North Carolina. And she says, hi, Kendall and Janelle. You guys are my favorite. My question is, if you could have a smoke sesh with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And what would you guys want to ask them or talk to them about? Okay, I feel like we have answered similar questions before on Mile Higher yeah. or even on this show. So I'm going to change it. Let's let's do someone who is alive right now. That you, And it doesn't have to be like the most important person in the world, just a person that you'd like to talk to. Sure. Um, to have a smoke sesh with. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. The first person comes when I was like Snoop Dogg. Like if I could be lit. smoke with Snoop Dogg, hello. That's a dream right there. Like that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, I'd really like that. That's my pick. Well, yeah, I guess you kind of have to pick someone that's into that smokes. I mean, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I'd really like to meet Ethan Klein. I'm a big Ethan Klein fan, but I don't know if Same. he smokes, so I don't know if we'd have a sesh. What about Seth Rogen? Seth. Ah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I sesh. was like, come on, Seth. Sesh, sesh with Seth. <laughs> I can't get my shit to d- together today. Like, just can't talk. The words are not forming. Maybe it's the vaccine. It's the, va- <laughs> it's the vaccine making That's me crazy. That's so right. Why didn't I think of Seth? Seth yeah, of course. Sesh over with Seth. Ethan. Yeah, definitely over Ethan. Sorry. With Ethan. peace and love. We love Ethan though. <laughs> okay. Next up is Kayla from Tampa, Florida. She says, "Honestly, I just need to know. Do you guys? Did you go through a twilight phase? You really did. Hell yeah, bitch. Went I went through twilight a phase. major twilight phase. Yeah, you did. Big fan of that. Yeah, that series. What, you and your mom are like watching at the movie theaters, watching it three times a day or we some shit. We literally went six times in one day. One time, that's we watched sick. The first. How's that watched- even possible? I don't know. Were you there at 6 a.m.? We were there like, or maybe it was over a weekend. I think we went three days, one, three times one day. I remember seeing it in theaters six times. Wow. Yeah. That's hardcore. I was not to that level. I don't know why I was like, yeah. Would you normally go to the premiere nights with your mom too? So your mom would stay up late? Um, I did some with her. I went some with my friends at one point. I loved that shit. I like, and I'm not really like a big fan 
stan like some people are like yeah. really into harry potter uh-huh. really into lord of the rings like yeah you've never really been no nah, anything not nah, but i really liked twilight i thought it was great and then when people started hating on it i was like what the fuck why y'all well, hating? it's like kind of coming back it's coming back now and people really are like, into it again. I'm like oh okay well i never was not a fan i always loved it so i was a big fan too yeah, I, I mean not as it. much as you and your mom but i read all the books and was really i went to all the premieres yeah really loved it but it was more because my whole friend group was really into it like, yeah i had a friend who was always like standing some boy like she always was standing for a while it was like good charlotte and then oh, twilight like yeah. there's always a stage and she was like really into twilight for a while and yeah but all my friends were like really it into it fighting huge. over edward and jacob who's better and like they'd get oh. in fights on the bus and i'd be like <laughs> i'm switzerland i don't know what to say <laughs> i could never oh really pick God. between the two that's amazing but yeah, yeah definitely was, was into it for a while definitely had his twilight phase <laughs> it's so funny now though to watch the clips from it like him fucking running carrying her and running like his it looks ridiculous like watch it now i know i need to watch it now it was back then oh no i don't want that to be different (laughs) i'll always be a fan okay next question is someone who says i once heard janelle mention she has the hots for mila kunis Mm. so i'm wondering if she identifies as queer or has any experiences she would like to share oh spicy spicy um i would say i i think sexuality is a big spectrum yes and I would say I'm definitely not 100% straight, but I don't think I um, would ever be in a like invested relationship with a female. I'm planning to marry John and yeah, but I can definitely, I have an appreciation for yeah. female bodies. I think so girls I. are hot as shit. So yeah, like I'm obviously with Josh, but yeah, I think girls are hot. Mm-hmm. I think Mila Kunis is hot. Yeah. Why can't we, I don't really understand. Yeah. But I guess they're just curious. I think they're, they're just, probably curious. just curious. Yeah, no, like I I identify as straight, but uh, mm-hmm. I would be like, if they're, I'm not on the spectrum, I'm not like 100% straight, I guess. Aren't we say. all kind of on the spectrum? That's kind of what I'm wondering too. Somewhere? Like, is there, I guess there are people who are like, I have absolutely no attraction to mm. anyone else but the opposite mm-hmm. sex, which whatever, but. I kind of see myself as on the, some, somewhat on, on the spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I do have the hot from really clean. I think she's hot. <laughs> Yeah, she because she is because she is hot. I'm like the fuck. Have you Come seen on. her? Have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. How did your parents come up with your name? Are you named after anyone? This is Jen from Johnson City in Tennessee. Um. How did your parents come up with your name? I literally think they like knew someone named Janelle, and they were like, "Oh, that's a pretty name." And I think they also saw it in a baby book. Like it's nothing mm. that special. I think they wanted something that was like somewhat unique, but nothing that was like like too complicated i don't know it wasn't anything that crazy yeah mine wasn't either i'm definitely not named after anyone specific my grandma was reading some book and a character and it was named kendall and they just happened to throw it on their baby list like she was like how about this name from my book and then it just kind of made it through the months Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it came down to kendall or erica and then my mom said she saw a bottle of kendall jackson wine and was like that's That's it yeah. yeah yes i think it's cool when people have like you know names that are passed down and stuff but nope mine was pretty generic Mm -hmm. um okay let's see here would you rather be able to read people's minds or be able to see in the future this is jessica from arizona that's a great question reading people's minds would give me so much anxiety like i don't want to know what everyone's thinking what if they're thinking terrible things about me and like obviously like people 
think bad things about mm-hmm. you and you're like it's in just natural. like that's what it is so it's like i don't want to know that definitely wouldn't want anyone to read my <laughs> or, mind like to that's think crazy. about like someone else and then you're like oh my god should i tell them and like having to like yeah. question all that that no. sounds like an anxiety that i do not need so definitely see the future mm-hmm. but that also sounds like it would give me anxiety do Honestly, i want to see true. the future do i even want to know dude that's such a good point because mm. i don't know like e- i guess yeah. i would probably still rather see the future mm. because i just don't want to be able to read people's minds absolutely not yeah that sounds terrible no um what's the worst thing you did when you were younger but never got caught um i was actually a pretty really well-behaved kid i didn't do a lot but in high school, like junior and senior year, um, my mom and stepdad like had a job where they were like going out of town a lot. And so it'd be like an empty house. And so I would lie to my dad, <laughs> dad, if you're watching, LOL, sorry. I would lie to my dad that I'm going to my friend's house or something. And then I'd actually go to my mom's house and me and John would like spend the night there or like spend the weekend there oh, by ourselves. We'd have like the tricky. whole house to ourselves. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, it was good. It's a benefit of divorced parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that's I definitely did stuff like that too. Like Josh stayed the night at my house a few times that my parents didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, that's pretty common, that's right? That's pretty common. I'm yeah. sure they must have kind of known because our parents probably did similar things when they were younger. Oh, I'm sure they did. Right? I'm sure they did. So a lot of people, there have been a lot of questions about just asking about my grad school experience and like specifically if I regret it um, now that I'm in this field and whatnot. So I just thought I'd touch on that a little bit. Um... Also, someone asked about like the application process and like how the classes were. So I guess if you are contemplating grad school, um, I would make sure you ask yourself if what you're going into, like you really you are passionate about that because a lot of grad school programs are very specific. So I wouldn't go to grad school just for the sake of doing it because it a costs a lot of money and B takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the application process goes, um, like if you're in college, I would really try and like get connected with some professors that you are close with already that you feel or you feel you have a good connection with because they can really help you guide you in the right direction as far as applying and writing you letters of recommendation because you're going to need probably at least two of those. Um, and then as far as using my degree, I have absolutely no regrets of getting my degree. Um, it was something for me personally that I felt was really important and just having that degree like just means a lot to me personally but also I learned so much just about life in general and I feel like I I apply it to my everyday life in a lot of ways I've learned how to communicate better I've learned how to work with people empathy Um, I just feel like I'm able to kind of you know live my life with like different being able to look in things with a different perspective because of what I've learned from my degree. And I feel like I can connect with you guys and not so much like give advice necessarily, but like when I talk about mental health, I feel like I have, you know, something to back myself up of like, I kind of know what I'm talking about. So no, it was definitely not a regret. I 100% would do it again. It was a lot of work though. Um, but yeah, I'm very proud of myself for that. So there you go. If you are contemplating, I would say just make sure that you really do think about it. And don't just go because you don't like know what else to do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it can, but it's expensive. But also, oh, here's another thing. Don't just like apply to one place and go to this first place you get because 
I applied to a lot of places and like looked at a lot of programs and I was realizing that some programs are literally, I was talking about this in the other podcast, that they're so expensive for no reason. If you are really trying to get a degree in a more affordable route, really take the time and do your research because there are so many great programs out there that are affordable and you don't just have to go to the first one that you find on Google (laughs) or get accepted to or whatever. And it seems like it's very similar to the bachelor's degree where you really don't need to have it from a certain place. It's... Yeah. It matters much more that you just complete it. Exactly. I mean, if I like I have a master's in counseling, that's really all people care about. If I went to go on that route and I was, you know, becoming sitting for licensure and doing counseling, people don't ask you like, well, where's your degree? I'm not going to go. I'm not going to see you as a counselor unless you mm-hmm. have this type of degree, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So don't worry about too much of that title of where your degree is from. All right. We're going to end off the episode with this last question here. It's uh, Ashley from Michigan asks, how many other cousins do you have and are you close with any of them or has it always just been you two? Just been us. Just <laughs> us. us against the world. No, we do have other cousins. Um, I guess on the side that we share, we each have a sibling. So mm-hmm. there's cousin. I have step siblings. So there's some more cousins. Um, and then our parents have another sibling. So there's three of them and they have two kids um, mm-hmm. who live outside of Colorado. Live in California. Yeah. Um, so we would sometimes go, like, go visit them and play on the beach and stuff. But mm-hmm. we didn't get to spend that much time with them when we were growing up. Like, we just spent way more time with each other. Because yeah, we lived like 10 minutes apart pretty yeah. much our whole lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the opportunity. And we're pretty close in age. You know, they say cousin friendships are a flex. I know everyone says that. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. it just comes natural to us. It's not very common. A lot of people it's are really friends not. with their cousins. And the older I've gotten the more i've realized like a lot of people don't even talk to their cousins yeah, so i have realized that too and i thought it was more normal because i was really close with my cousins on my other side of the family too mm-hmm. and i've kind of been estranged from them throughout the years mm-hmm. kind of sad but yeah but that's why i really cherish my friendship and relationship with janelle because well we're really like friends first you know we grew yeah. up being best friends we're and- like best friends since i can remember like mm-hmm. you were my first friend and we're definitely the closest cousins i think yeah like, no one's closer than no, definitely not. Everyone knows that we come as a parent. Yeah, it's honestly <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are. It's not like it's like us against everyone else. You know, when there's like no. family get togethers, like we make, we're not like together mm-hmm. the whole time. Like we go off and, you know, do our own thing. And But sometimes I would feel bad for my sister when we were growing up because you would come over to play with us. But then you and I oh, would I be know. like, oh, we're older. Oh, yeah, and we're then older. <laughs> and we would always be kind of left yeah. out. Annalie and my brother like, um, okay. Yeah, and brother too, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we've always just been super super lucky to have just this really really great friendship and like we get each other really well and we also live have lived really close together our whole life convenience it's (laughs) if we didn't live together we wouldn't be friends (laughs) no honestly who knows if you like grew up in california because you originally lived out there right moved here yeah what if you stayed out there would we have been close could have been i can't imagine my life without you (laughs) (laughs) but for real like i I literally can't like you've been something like you've been something consistent Mm -hmm. in my life forever same with you you know through all the divorces yeah through through. everything through all the bullshit the breakups we've been there for each other through high school yeah everything that's so true yeah we i mean we really experienced like our first 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 birthday party (laughs) with each other it's true yeah we've really always been 
best we've, friends. We've been really, really close. There were some years, like there's been some times where like, because our, our gap is only a year and a half apart, but like when, when you're younger, especially in like the middle school, when I was in middle school and you're going to high school, like there were parts where we weren't as close. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. We were always kind of a little off, like when we were growing up. Cause yeah, I mean, middle, when someone's in middle, middle school to elementary, such a big change yeah. that that was a big change when I went to middle school and then same thing with high, high school. school. Yeah. We were still in middle school and right. We're always like a little off. And then even when I left college at first, you were still kind of in the college yeah, mode yeah, yeah. and I was outside of it, but we weren't ever like not, not like close or fighting or yeah. anything. I would say we're the less spent. We spent less time together yeah. at certain points. Right. But like, I never was like, oh, I'm not close with her anymore. No. Like I knew I could always like call you up whenever and yeah. shit. So, yep. but I say we're, we're definitely like the closest now mm. for sure. Not just because oh, yeah. we work together, but just like. Uh, the older you get, like the more mm-hmm. you can relate to each other, and it's so true. It's just like sibling relationships. Yeah, I'm closer with my sister now too. Right. You know, I think you can understand each other more as adults. One hundred percent. Yeah, but it's cool because sometimes we like think about what will our lives be like when we're like fifty years old with kids. Mm-hmm. Like, are we gonna still do, be doing the same bullshit? Probably. Oh, yeah. Hell you know yeah. it. You know it. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely doing the same bullshit. Yep. But with kids. But with kids, we'll just have them do the bullshit with us. <laughs> Like, you want to go on a random adventure today? All right, All kids. Right, well, It'll be even more fun. I yeah. can't wait to see what we're I hope our, our kids lives. are friends because otherwise that's going to really be. fuck things up. Our kids like oh, hate each they? other. Oh, and no. then we'll take them to therapy. Well, I'm like, sorry, you have literally no choice. This is your family. We're <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one of those people. <laughs> but yeah, we've always been really, really lucky to be besties. It's Definitely. been a really cool thing. Built in friendship. Totally. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, but that's it for us today, guys. I'm actually getting so tired. Yeah, I was I gonna say because you're getting tired. I gotta get the, to the chiropractor. It makes you tired. Oh yeah, you've been going to the chiropractor. <sighs> I have. He's I brought Janelle. I literally forced neck. her to go. She, if she really does have a yeah, neck. it's crazy. My head's not screwed on just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had her get. I paid for her to get like X-rays and stuff because really nice I was like, you. you need to do this. <laughs> you're like, I'm putting this on the well, company I knew, card. I knew that if I didn't, that you wouldn't like do no, it. No, you're. I, I had to get your it. ass in there and make you do it. I know. Do something for yourself. It's so good for you. Yeah, it. It's this been, guy's really helped me. It's gotten me off blood pressure medication. I mean, he's really helped. I'm a lot. looking forward to it. Yeah, he's been helping me so far. So yeah, that's. I a need good to go take a nap though. This vaccine is hitting me. And I'm starting to sweat. Is that a thing? Or is it just hot in here? Well, I mean, it could be like, they say like flu type, you know, like symptoms. So mm. maybe you're kind of, I don't know. Hey, go. better than getting COVID. That's you know? true, girl. That's true. Right. Well, anyways, guys, that's going to be it for this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We appreciate y'all so much. Anyways, that's going to be it for this week. We will see you on the next sesh. But until then, keep it fresh. It's not too late to make someone's holiday season a special one. Start now as an Amazon delivery station warehouse associate to earn some extra money for the holidays. You'd help bring joy to thousands near you by preparing packages and loading them up for their final delivery. With night and early morning shifts available through the new year, you'd also have the flexibility to spend time with your loved ones. To start as a delivery station associate, go to amazon.com slash holiday work. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer.